David Aldous. David Aldous. Non-stop worship. 24 hours a day. Worship Radio 247. Welcome. Welcome to the Worship Radio 247. 247. Podcast. Bringing you worship and the word of God right here on this platform. 24-7. Worship and contemporary Christian music. And taking the Father's love to the world. This is Worship Radio 247. Worship Radio 247. Taking the Father's love to the world through the power of media. Worship Radio 247. Good news. In fact, great news. Very soon now we can announce Worship Radio 247 will be going live once again. It has been painstaking hours of work by Martin to prepare the new software he will be using. He is now finalizing all we need to be able to bring you live programming for Worship Radio 247. If you would like to donate to the work that we are doing on Worship Radio 247, Worship TV, and the Worship 247 podcast, then please go to the website www.worshipradio247.org and click on Donate Now. You would be helping the ministry and allowing us to take the Father's love to the world through the power of media. Welcome indeed to the podcast. It is great to get your company. Thank you so much for joining us today. On today's program, we're going to worship God in spirit and in truth. And not only that, this is a harvest special. So we're coming away from agape love just for one podcast. And I'm going to bring you a word that I brought to the church on Sunday. This is the Harvest Special. This is the time of the year when we thank God for the harvest. We thank God for what He is doing in our lives. And we say, Lord, we love you. We adore you. Listen, if you'd like to contact us, we'd love to hear from you. And this is the email address. It is studio at worshipradio247.org. That's studio at worshipradio247.org. It's always good to hear from you. Whatever it is on your mind, on your heart, we'd love to pray for you as well. And to begin this podcast as it's harvest, how about this? Welcome. Welcome to the... How... This is a great song. When we sang this in church on Sunday, the tears fell down my eyes because it's so powerful. Listen to this.
Good morning. How is everybody doing this morning? In fine fettle? Well, the Word of God is just amazing, don't you think? Don't you think that when you hear the Word of God, when you read the Word of God, it's uplifting, it changes you. It changes your life, it changes your, your whole perception of everything. You know, this morning, as we were singing those beautiful hymns, I had the one desire to lift my hand in the air. Because that's what we used to do in the church I went to. Everyone used to lift their hands in the air. And you felt you wanted to lift your hand in the air. And I thought, no, you can't do that here. No lifting of hands in this church. You will be ejected. There is a button, you see? And, and another thing I found out, if I speak over 15 minutes, there is an ejection button here. And you fly through the air. I don't know how you land, but you do. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that the words from my mouth are not my words. They are your words, Lord. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. What is relationship? Think about the word relationship. If I were to speak to you afterwards, and I were to say to you, what are your relationships like? Father to son, mother to daughter, cousin to cousin, aunt to nephew, niece, grandparents, to children, children to grandparents. What is relationship like? I've got four kids. I've got four children. I've got um, three girls and a boy. My boy lives in France. My youngest daughter lives in France. Uh, my eldest daughter, she works for Border Force. She lives in Essex. And my other daughter works for God TV down in Plymouth. And they all know the Lord, which I think is a miracle in itself. I think it's amazing. So what has my relationship been like with my children? Really, really difficult at times. As I was lying in bed last night, I was thinking about relationship and I can remember as a child I would look up to my dad and I would physically look up to him my relationship with my dad was he's got it sorted I don't have to worry I'm not paying the mortgage my dad is I'm not doing anything except eating playing being good <clears throat> sometimes that's my relationship with my dad but as I got older there was a difference in our relationship because now I was on the same level with him I was his height and so therefore the way that we interacted with each other changed it became 
closer, I believe. My father preached for 30 years. And what he used to preach was hellfire and brimstone. Because that's what he felt he was called to preach. Until one day, as I think I told you the last time, he was completely overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit and knew that the Holy Spirit existed today. And he preached for 30 years that the Holy Spirit died out in the first century. And he spent the rest of his life in regret. And I can remember talking to him one day and saying, Dad, don't you think your Father in Heaven knows this? This is what relationship's all about, Dad. What do you need to do? I need to ask the Lord to forgive me. Amen. And that is what relationship is all about. It is all about forgiveness. Forgiveness is so important, I cannot tell you. You know, some years ago, I was up in Manchester, and I was doing a radio broadcast, a live radio broadcast, and I was interviewing these people. A friend of mine had said to me, you must interview these people. They are amazing. You're not going to believe this. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll interview them. Ray and Vi, I can't remember their surname. Kennedy, I think it was. This was many years ago. And I interviewed this couple, Ray and Vi, both of them Christians. And they began to tell me their story, that some years before that, their son had been murdered. He was 18 years old, and he was walking along the road with a load of friends of his, and suddenly this gang appeared, and they all appeared with knives and, and what have you. And his brother was seriously injured, but the boy was killed. His life ended that day. And I can remember talking to Ray and Vi and saying, how do you feel about this? Ray, you, for instance, how did you feel about this? Did you find it in your heart to forgive these, these boys? And he said, David, straight away, as soon as the policeman came to the door, I said, Lord, I forgive those children, those boys that have done this. I forgive. It took his wife, Vi, over a year. She couldn't forgive. She just could not forgive. And I know there's someone in this particular congregation this morning. This is why this message is so vital. That is finding it really difficult to forgive. I was in Glasgow some years ago. And I was bringing a message on forgiveness. And as I was bringing this message, I prayed at the end and I said, Lord... Release us from this so that we can forgive. Whatever it was I said. Anyway, at the end of the service, this lady, she must have been 85, she came up to me and she said, David, you have no idea what those words meant to me today. I said, why? Tell me your story. She said, I've not been able to forgive my mother for 67 years. And her mother, obviously, was no longer here. 
But that morning, she was able to forgive. We saw in Hebrews, where the writer to the Hebrews said this in verse 13, nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he, he, that is underlined a trillion times, he is the one whom we are accountable for. You know, forgiveness, this is how I I, I love to look at forgiveness. I love to imagine that someone has done something to harm you in some way, and they need forgiveness. And you're not going to forgive because it still hurts. So you're going to hold on to that because it feels better. But wrapped around your neck is a chain. And that chain leads toward the person whom you're not forgiving. That person looks at you and says, I am so sorry for what I've done. I ask you now to forgive me. Please forgive me. And you say no. What happens is the chain drops on the other person's side and it's you that carry it around. That chain isn't going to go until you release them into forgiveness. Let's think about our relationship with the living God. You see, Jesus taught us how to pray in Matthew, the sixth chapter. And he started by saying this, Our Father, who art in heaven, The words, our Father, meaning we share in his parenthood. We are his children. That is what the relationship with the living God is like. We are his kids. Something I heard the other day struck me and has never left me. Do you realize the God of a trillion stars knows my name? That same God knows your name. Relationships, they break down. And this is what I'd like to say to you this morning. I believe that relationships break down for one reason unforgiveness. I've got a friend up in Glasgow. I haven't spoken to her for probably four, maybe five years now because the relationship broke down and she cut all contact. I no longer can speak to that person. I've asked the Lord to forgive me if I've done something wrong, but she's made that decision and she lives with that. You see, this is what happens when relationships break down. Especially now on the internet, it's so easy. Oh, you've really annoyed me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to block you. Bonk. (laughs) Blocked. Can't get hold of them anymore. It's done. Relationship is over. That's not what God intended. God has said to us, love one another. Jesus said, love one another. As I have loved you, I command you to love one another. 
We see the story of the prodigal son. I think that's an incredible story. And it fills me with joy when I see it. And you see the story of the boy who has been living and eating pig swill. He decides to go home to his father. And his father sees him from afar. That's where the forgiveness is. That boy didn't even need to ask for forgiveness because his father was waiting for him. Do you realize when I think about my father, when you think about your own father, he wasn't perfect. My dad wasn't perfect. But my heavenly father, whom I pray to when I say our father, my heavenly father is absolutely perfect. He's incredible. When we look at Mark's gospel, as we did this morning, we see Jesus speaking to this rich man. And this rich man says, what do I got to do to gain eternal life? And Jesus looks at him. And what Jesus does is to look deep into his heart. And he says to him, sell everything you've got and follow me. Now the guy standing next to him, Jesus wouldn't have said that. It was individually for him. Sell everything you've got and follow me. And because this man had vast wealth, he couldn't do it. He couldn't sell everything he'd got and follow Jesus. We see that Peter had done that. He'd given up everything just to follow Jesus. Jesus is wonderful. Our Heavenly Father is utterly amazing. In Mark, we see that Jesus said this in verse 27. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But not with God. Everything is possible with God. Reminds me of a story a friend of mine, a, a vicar friend of mine told me in London. There was this, this dispossessed, this homeless man that used to sit on the steps of his church, this guy's church. And he would be there every single day. And this friend invited him in and said, come into the church, I want to talk to you. And the, the vicar began to talk to this, this chap about Jesus and about redemption and about grace, God's unmerited favor on our lives. He began to discuss this at length with him. And he said, would you let me give you a New Testament? And the guy said, yeah, no, no problem at all. Yeah, great. I'll have a New Testament. So the vicar gave him a New Testament. And the man used to sit on the steps every morning. And he used to use the Bible. He used to rip out the pages 
put tobacco in it, roll it up, it's got a really nice cigarette. So he thought, that's going to save me a fortune in cigarette papers. Absolute fortune. Well, he smoked his way through Matthew. He smoked his way through Mark. He got all the way through Luke until he got to the Gospel of John. And this man got to the third chapter of the Gospel of John. And what he used to do is to read the Scripture before he smoked it. He felt that was only right to do that. And he got to John, the third chapter, in verse 16, where it says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. It changed his life. That one verse changed his life. And he was able to get to his knees and ask the Lord to forgive him. I'm going to do something that I don't usually do in a in a church of this magnitude, but I want to do this. I want to pray in closing. And I'm going to say a few words, and I just want you to repeat those words. If you have an issue this morning with forgiveness, and I know some of you have, I know this already. If you have an issue to forgive, I'm going to pray. Because this is the thing, the one thing I want you to take away from this message. If nothing else you've heard, please hear this. When you forgive, it's nothing to do with your emotion. It is to do with your decision making. It is to do with your will. Do you want to forgive this person? If you do, let God do the rest, because he will not with your emotion, but with your decision. Would you close your eyes, please? And say these words after me in your heart. If you don't want to say them out loud, that's fine. Heavenly Father, I am so sorry for the things I have done wrong. I want to reconnect with you. Father, I ask you, with my will, I will forgive. Then say the name of the person you need to forgive. Thank you, Lord, for giving me that ability. And I promise you, I will follow you for the rest of my life. Amen. And amen.
This is Hillsong. And you crown the year. You crown the year with your goodness. You answer us with awesome deeds. Your hope presents God our Savior to distant lands and farthest seas. Oh
That is Hillsong. And you crown the year. Powerful podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done for us today. And if you have forgiven, we would love to hear from you. And the email address is studio at worshipradio247.org. That email address once again is studio at worshipradio247.org And if you don't want to give any details, you don't have to, but you can just send us an email and just say these words. I have forgiven. That's all you need to say. It is honestly as simple as that. And just remember... Any time you need to forgive, you forgive with your will and not with your emotion. Take emotion out of the equation and it's just your will. I forgive because I will it. I forgive because I've made that decision. In the mighty name of Jesus, till next we meet, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and bring you his peace, now and forevermore. Amen.